things in store in the lights of the Father. Removing every other head covering of every other father pretending to be God in the garden.
takes flight. apostolic substance of glory. Wisdom turns darkness into light. Consciousness down deep in the roots of your heart, which is called entering the rest. power here for your bones. There's bliss for your bone marrow. Let that light work inside your bones. You can feel it coming out your jaw, your skull, your chest, your ribs, your shoulders, your arms, fingers your legs, your knees, your feet, all 206 bones. You can feel the glory of the gospel releasing the radiations of God's Holy Spirit today. It's called the four winds of heaven. It's the breath of life in your bones. There's bone surgery going on today. That's why everything's so bright.
wisdom building her seven pillars, and I see the seven heavens, and your spirit getting built up into the seventh heaven called the realm of perfection, the heaven of perfection, the glory of perfection. And that perfect glory is what transfigures your bones. You're in the seventh heavens, in the seventh pillar, in the seventh day of the Lord. And by sovereignty, death is being swallowed up, and death is dormant in the realm of bones. That's why Jesus called it dead men's bones. So you position yourself to receive grace with no blockages of pride. There's wind regenerating eternal life inside all your bones today. And you feel the radiation of it coming off your skin right now.
people have an idol of being poor. And I've noticed that old people have an idol of being rich. And I've said, meaningless, meaningless, chasing after the wind. Because <laughs> it's true. It's not about poverty or wealth. It's about wisdom, which is a different world, not of the earth. The Holy Spirit. It's about being lifted up into the heavens by the living God that you know inside your heart by having his words in you. Solomon's wisdom is the fruit of David's words. Ecclesiastes Song of Songs is the fruit of David's Psalms. submits to idols. Folly submits to the traditions of men that nullify the power of the word. What's the power of the word? To raise you up into the stars to be clothed in celestial garments. 99% of Christians in America are submitted to folly and idols of dead men's bones. That's why they attack those that go further than them. You need to understand we're at war against folly. Folly, foolishness, simpletons, all the terms of Proverbs, fools, is everything that a heart and mind does in submitting to an idol. Submitting to a church building is tabernacle of Molech. I mean, that's idolatry level 9,000 is how bad things are right now in Jezebel's camps. That the house of God is considered a building made by human hands and not human flesh is how far we've fallen from the gospel. You need to understand that because we're at war with Satan and you will lose if you don't wake up. In 
you sick and tired of getting beat up by demons? In the house of the damned and dead? In the camps of Jezebel? Don't you hate sorcery? Don't you hate witchcraft? You need to have a holy hatred for religious demons and every other type of demon under the religious demon named Satan. Your problem is, is you don't hate wickedness enough. Therefore, Psalms 82, you tolerate the persons or the temples of the wicked in politics, religions, and militaries. And that's why the foundations of the earth, Psalms 82, are out of course. The government of God is inside Christian's flesh. It's called Christ in you. The glory of the increase of his government inside the body of Christ. There shall be no end. He's not here. He's in you. You understand? You're his flesh. You grow his seed. You perpetuate his seed line, his posterity, the family of God the Father, those born of the Spirit and the water. Amen. It's time to be about your Father's business. It's time to serve the seed of the Father in your heart with all your mind and with all your bones, which is your strength. Stop being distracted, perpetuating anyone else's agenda except God the Father's. Why waste your days chasing after the wind? Declare war against every lie in your own heart. We got planks and we got specks. Now a wise man knows he has specks. Oh yeah, first John, isn't it written? Anyone who says they're without specks is a liar. Now planks a whole different deal. Now you're an accuser of the brethren with planks. Spec says, I realize I have the weakness of flesh, so I better stay humble, lest I come under the same judgment that I deal out to others. about this stuff. I mean, 
I want to be perfect in my Father. I don't want to have one foot in Satan's camp of pride and religion and Jezebel's sorcery. And, and I don't want to be deceived and think I'm okay when I'm not right in my heart and mind with the living Father, with His Word and with His Spirit. I don't want to pretend like I know Him when I don't in areas of my life. The Father is the most humble man. The truth is, we barely know Him. We know about Him, and that's why we murder Him. That's why we attack Him, because we know about Him. We've eaten the knowledge of Him, but we don't have His life in us. And that's why we still fight God the Father. Everyone's hiding under cars and gunfire right in front of my house just now. It's all cleared up now. <laughs> yeah, glory. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Release your warring angels to cleanse all these gangs around our house. All the murder, all the drugs, all the love of money, all the wickedness. Release our angels to war against Satan 
inside all flesh in North Minneapolis. Thank you, Father, for in all ghettos. Amen. It's amazing the contrast of what I'm walking in today and what's outside my front porch. Total resurrection life and total murder and death. Like the king of wickedness and the king of righteousness, Salem and Sodom, right next to each other. Just like it's taught in the Bible. It's always been that way. The wheat grow right up next to the tares. Death grows right up next to life. Not far away, like this right next to each other. The wise and foolish virgins grew up in church together. Covering the bullet holes of all the war 
of King David versus Saul. And David versus the Philistines. It's Philistine activity. Probably the cops. <laughs>
And I know the best is yet to come. And the best is coming out of our hearts. You got to get the fear out of the Christians' minds and the Christians' hearts to release the Father inside every believer in Jesus Christ. There, we got these people saying, Come Holy Spirit. Some Jezebel false gospel, like, Come Father, it's so hard. And God's like, I am inside you already. You're bewitched. You have not learned to, John 7, 38, release the river from within. My answers are planted inside your spirit. But you let Satan in through your brain and your heart so much, you'll never see me in a hundred million years. You don't even know what the new covenant is. The new covenant is, Jesus came into my spirit, now I release rivers out of my belly, my spirit. But if you let external demons then block up your head and block up your heart, you'll walk around like a zombie Ever since you're born again, looking for God, church hopping, where's God, where's God, God's moving here, God's God's trying to move from within you. I don't even blame the gangs, the crack dealers, I don't, I blame the Christians for not releasing enough anointing for these people to get drunk and high on. There's an intoxication and a high here that's better than crack. There would be no killing each other over heroin and crack and meth. If you would release the anointing out of your belly and stop serving Satan, the religious demon in your heart and mind, these people all be high. It's true. The Christians have been stopped up in their hearts and minds from releasing the river of the Garden of Eden. Eden is the word pleasure. You don't have heaven's pleasure flowing through the garden, so they're all on drugs and alcohol. Hello? The gospel is salvation by divine pleasure. He called it a cup. Cup of the new covenant. Well, it's bitter water, you know. Nothing good in that cup. Boring cup. You've never drunk it. This cup is full of intoxicating wine of divine pleasure that's greater than meth, heroin, crack, marijuana, alcohol, all the pleasures of the flesh in the world of all time combined. But we've drunk so little of it that we don't even know the gospel. We don't even serve people the gospel. And this is true. This is what's wrong in America. This is what's wrong in the ghetto. We have a church every other corner of every block in North Minneapolis. And it doesn't make a dent because they're not even in the gospel. They're serving Jezebel. Jezebel loves the white magic inside the buildings made by human hands. Because then outside it's black magic, drugs, alcohol, and gangs galore. You don't get it yet. We got good inside and bad outside. We go inside a building where the good people go, but outside are the bad people. 100% Jezebel system of witchcraft. And most of you have barely come out of it. So you go in somewhere where the good people are in. And then on the outside are the bad people. Good and bad. Knowledge of good and evil. You are 100% submitted to Satan with your heart and mind. You need to understand that in order to get set free. In the tree of life, there's no good and bad. There's only glory, and the glory doesn't have walls. The glory does not have walls. The glory goes through walls. The glory doesn't have fear, because perfect love is the glory that drives out fear. You walk into gunfights. You walk into coronavirus. You walk into pandemic. You don't wear a mask. 
because you don't sleep with Jezebel on her bed of sickness. I can't touch those that walk in the glory, but every fake, phony religious person gets touched because they're not serving the real Jesus. They're serving Satan. Satan comes as an angel of light to deceive with a false gospel and a false Jesus. Come in where the good people are. Come to my church. Come into your white witchcraft. No. I'll come out of your church. I'll come out of your gangs. I'll come out of your drugs and alcohol. I'll come out of Babylon the Great. I'll come out of the whore of Babylon. And I'll live in the New Jerusalem, which is an elevation of internal resurrection. And I'll no longer be a hypocrite. I'll no longer be a fake, phony Christian. I'll walk in the power of his resurrection. I'll get high in the most high. So high that people will think I'm drunk, but we're not drunk as you suppose. We've simply been raised from the dead, from the earth dimension into the glory dimension, and we keep growing. I mean, that's old news. That's 21 years ago news. And we just keep going. We keep conquering every realm internally, our own specs. And there were planks in there many times too. I've dealt with a thousand hypocritical planks in my own eyes in order to be able to see them in others from Father's perspective of perfect love. It's called wisdom. Wisdom builds her seven pillars. So there's no hypocrisy in the heart, the brain, or the strength of your bones. Amen. It's the heart and mind that have all the planks and specks removed. So that only the Father's light remains flowing in unconditional agape love and grace like a river through your heart and mind. And you'll feel your spirit coming out your forehead, which is called transfiguration. You feel the pressure in your head. That's because your spirit is trying to come out of the animal skins. What is the revealing of God's sons? The revealing of your spirit outside the flesh of the animal skin. Manifesting sons of God or manifesting spirits of God the Father, who is John 4, 24, a spirit himself. God is spirit. So are you. Jesus has flesh. So do you. So that he can understand and relate to all the temptations you went through, yet was without sin. Meaning he never backed down from his spirit releasing through his body to external demonic temptation. Even though he went through all the same temptations as us, mostly pride. The main temptations you deal with is religious pride of the fallen angels. That you can be good apart from the glory. That you can do works apart from the Father doing the works. That you could be the workers and not the lovers and neglect the angels, their assignments and jobs, so that nothing of the Father's will ever gets done. And you're surrounded with chaos and then you complain and cry out to God for help. And when he's inside your spirit trying to come out through your heart and mind, but you won't let him because you're so deceived by witchcraft. So these words are from someone who has dealt with all the witchcraft of modern-day Jezebelic Freemason Christianity, Satan's Christianity, the false version, the Hora Babylon's version, the Tabernacle of Molech version, buildings made by human hands, all of that filth of the knowledge of good that Eve ate from and died that blocks up the true release of the river of life from the human spirit. 
So these words are swords into the blockages in your hearts and brains and bones that releases your spirit, which is called the manifestation of the Son of God. If you're blocked up on the inside, you have not yet manifested. We manifest everything else, mostly offense, because we're filled with Satan's pride, so we're offended by everything. But when you actually receive the sword of the Lord, the word of God, living, active, and energized, it opens up a path through your heart and mind and makes straight the way of the Lord. What's making straight the way of the Lord? The circumcision of the heart and the mind for the spirit to manifest, which is the manifestation of the sons of God. The manifestation of the spirits of the prophets. Amen. There's no such thing as a spirit that's not a prophet. Because God's a prophet. Which means in order for you to open the gates and to burn out Jezebel and these principalities that try to keep your spirit locked in your animal skin, you will have to be extremely prophetic or extremely alive. They don't want you to manifest because when you manifest your spirit through your flesh, you take back the heavens. You take back the air. He's no longer the prince of the power of the air. Now you are. Now you can say, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Psalms 149. You created a dome and an atmosphere of divine love. Isaiah 4, 5. It's an apostolic covering. You're discipling the atmosphere. You're shifting the atmosphere. You're shifting the sky. Amen. Simply by letting the spirit burn through the heart and mind, by agreeing with your heart and mind, with the Word of God. When we disagree with the Word of God, we're shut up. And there's no release. When we agree with the Word of God, we make straight the way of the Lord for the Lord God to come through our hearts and minds. And that's when the angel power begins to do the mighty works. You have very few people that have made straight the way of the Lord. They're trying to do it on the outside like servants of Jezebel. Like, what the heck are you bewitched people doing? Except wasting all the resources on religion. Charismatic foolishness. It's true. Oh my God. The wastefulness is 99% in the charismatic church. And it's more than that, but I hate exaggerating. If you were to actually focus on the true new covenant and deal with the specks and planks in your own hearts and minds and eyes, you would see what the new covenant is and the release of the river of glory out of your own heart and the release of the angels of glory out of your own heart. And you begin to do serious damage to the kingdom of hell. And people take notice. Then God will send you into the darkest places to be missionaries so you can be the light of the world. Amen. So there can be a contrast between light and darkness, between righteousness of Salem and wickedness of Sodom, the two trees in the garden. There wouldn't be this huge gray area where like we're all good people. We're all just conservative Republican Christians here and born again. Hallelujah. 90 million of us in America, but we don't walk in the glory. Because we don't know what righteousness is and we've been taught religion and theology instead of actual experience and wisdom. 
and encounters with the Spirit of God and with the angels of God and prophecy, which is the living word. Amen? There is, it's not even optional. You will be forced to face reality during these days. You can't sleep if you want to during the days ahead. Everyone will awaken some to torment and damnation, some to eternal life. It is written in Daniel 12. Some will be awakened to contempt. How dare you awaken me with your love? I love the animal skin. I love serving the mark on my head and hand. I love the flesh. And I love myself. They're the enemies, the antichrists. It's true. It's written. You need to love the Father and not love your life even unto death. Revelation 12. That's how they overcame the devil. They learned to no longer love their lives, their souls. They loved the Father's soul, the mind of Christ. Oh my gosh. They loved the bright morning star and got over the idolatry of filling their heads with knowledge, which is the dying stars, the idolatry of self. That's all you deal with every day in competition, comparisons, envy, and strife is this immature foolishness of self-idolatry. Look at me by what I know. Look at him by what he glows. Knowing is glowing. Mm-hmm. And it's in the heart, not the brain. The brain gets the overflow. The flesh of the brain matter gets the overflow of what's in your spirit and what's in the soul of your heart. Your heart is part of your soul. It's the emotions of your soul. And it starts in the emotions. What are the emotions? They say, oh, don't go after feelings and emotions. That means you're not getting your soul healed. Psalms 23, he restores my soul. He restores my feelings and emotions. You see how crazy people are in their emotions and they try to be serious. That's a demonic emotion. The emotions of the Holy Spirit are the fruits of the Spirit. Love is an emotion. Joy is an emotion. Peace is a feeling. Do you feel at peace? If you don't feel peace, you're not right with God in your heart. Soon the God of peace will crush Satan out of your hearts. We need to get into feelings in order to get our souls restored. You see how religion has taught all of us wrong so that we don't get into the fruits of the Spirit? So we don't actually heal our souls? We don't actually get into the glory? We just stay servants of religious demons forever and just fall off a cliff into the abyss? It's serious stuff. It's already destroyed most generations before us. You don't understand. This is life and death. The majority of Christians have lost during their lives and have died and been deceived when they died and when they awakened in heaven realized it through weeping and gnashing of teeth that they're in the outer courts of heaven for eternity because they didn't even know him. They called upon his name so they're saved by grace. But they're not close to his throne because they never walked in any glory. You're supposed to carry his throne on earth in this life. You're supposed to swallow up the curse of death in people's bones by walking in the four winds of heaven, the four wheels of the gospel in this life. 
You're supposed to walk with the four living creatures and put your shoulder to the ark of the Father and the Son's throne on your shoulders in this life. And everything of Satan and his angels opposes this real gospel that I'm telling you right now. That is to put your shoulders to the throne of God the Father and carry the Father's glory on your shoulders. The government of God. What's the, the throne of God is the government and the governing of God, the principality of God. You shall have no other fathers besides Him. No other principalities. Fear is a principality. If you are able to be afraid of anything, then you are currently serving other principalities besides the Father. It's true. Let it cut you and deal with you. Fear of death is foolishness. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. If you are still afraid to die, that's fact that you are submitted to Satan right now. Oh, but my kids, I don't care. If you want to be an example of God to your kids, deal with fear of death in your hearts and minds. I'm not saying be a fool. Don't run in front of oncoming traffic and I'm not afraid of death. Don't be an idiot. I'm dealing with spirits inside your hearts and minds. You need to have the fear of the Lord in your heart like a torch. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is a flame of Yahweh. The seven torches burning. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and the spirit of might. And the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord. The seven spirits of God. God's sevenfold Holy Spirit. Burning in your heart like a menorah. That's what this is. This is the Holy Spirit. Now, part of the Holy Spirit is the fear of God. This is fire. These are Zechariah's horns, seven horns of the anointing oil. These are the horns of Revelation 5-6. He said seven horns. Samuel's horn of oil. It's not speaking of like demons horns it's speaking of horns of oil these are seven horns it's the menorah of seven horns if you have seven horns you have seven spirits burning in your heart and if your heart is fully submitted to God without idols then it goes up through your mind but our minds have barely agreed with the spirit so we have very little anointing and ability going through our minds all the ability of the anointing is by the renewing of the mind. If you keep it in your heart but don't let it up through your head, you'll never walk in signs, miracles, and wonders. Because you're transfigured into the Father's ability by the renewing of your mind by these seven horns that you've been born of. This isn't come Holy Spirit Jezebel nonsense. This is I've been born of the Spirit and I've been born of the water. So that my very nature in my belly, in my spirit, is the river of life, is the seven horns of oil. You are born sons and daughters of the living God. You can never add anything to it. You can only grow it. You've been born of his seed. The fact that you're bewitched looking for him on the outside means that Satan has deceived you by Galatians 3.1 witchcraft of religion. And you have not recognized the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit living already 
in their fullness inside your spirit. Your spirit has not expanded to take over your heart, emotions, and feelings, and your mind, your thoughts, and your bones, your will. So it's not about getting more, it's about developing what you have. And if you don't develop what you have, you'll, go, you'll grow weary and well-doing. You'll get bitter and get angry at God because you didn't give me what I thought I deserved because I tried so hard. You've seen those people a hundred million times. Listen, the father is not at fault here. Really, the teachers are. Because you haven't been taught real Christianity. You've been taught Jezebel. You've been taught sorcery. Sorcery doesn't work. That's why they get frustrated all the time. Because you're praying out of your brain instead of praying out of your river. Return your brain to the seed you're born again. And some of you can barely find it because you're born of a mustard seed. A pin needle is the size of your spirit with all the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in it the day you're born again. Now, if you grew that seed to be the largest of the garden plants, you're living in full blazing menorah glory through your bones right now like me. Because I developed that seed for 21 years. And it was taught of God and taught of the prophets and taught of the apostles so that what I have can't be taken from me and can't be shaken from me. Amen? And everything that I've developed is for you to develop it also. So you can be the manifesting sons and daughters of God. In his true seed line without mixture. Without pride. What's pride? People think, oh, it's just a little prideful. That's the seed of Cain. Hello? That's the Antichrist. Do you realize that you tolerate the Antichrist in almost all your Christian circles? Can you imagine the first century church tolerating Antichrist Jezebelic Christians at their love feasts? They called them reefs. They blocked all the blessings from coming to the true lovers of Christ in the book of Jude. But we have built a system that is all reefs. So when people get into Jezebel's false Christianity, they never experience God inside their heart. It's always an external carrot on a stick and pie in the sky. And then you wonder why you have powerless Christianity all over the world still submitted to satanic shadow governments, satanic military dictators, and satanic religions of death and murder and pride. It's all because the Christians have not developed the seed of Christ from within their own spirit. Return with all your mind to your spirit, and there you'll find the river. River not on the outside, rivers in your belly. Out of your belly will flow rivers of the Holy Spirit when you believe the Word of God. Amen. And this is how we'll have unity of the brethren in the mind when every mind returns to the new covenant and comes out of old covenant sorcery in 2020. What's old covenant sorcery? Serving in buildings made by human hands, a synagogue structure of church buildings, instead of recognizing 1 Corinthians 6.19, the new covenant, that your flesh is the church. Church of the firstborn in heaven, members of the kingdom of heaven, which is practically unknown in Christianity in the year 2020. That's how barbaric we are, if we're honest with ourselves. It's true. Well, you got to go to church. Don't, don't neglect fellowship. you got to leave your house and talk to people. 
Every church in the Bible was a city to the church of Corinth. Your church is not church. That's a cult. And that's why it's isolated and you have such a narrow perspective on the world because you're in a cult. The only thing not cult is the kingdom of heaven which comes from God the Father and is made alive by the prophetic word that is fire in your bones. Amen. You're coming out of cults into the kingdom. And of course, everyone in their little sheep sheds and their little tabernacles of Moloch accuses everyone outside. That's what the Pharisees did. How dare you follow this Jesus of Nazareth? Un, uneducated. Didn't go through our little system. Not a part of our apostolic network. How dare you follow this renegade? Everyone that followed Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John was kicked out of the synagogue. They lost their means of income. They lost their families. Oh wait, when it costs you something to be a Christian. So they come around real Christianity and Red Letter Ministries and they start to pay a little price. Might cost me my demon-possessed satanic spouse. Oh, God forbid that I give up family idolatry to serve the living God in holiness like a normal Christian. Back when it cost you something to be a real Christian. It always costs you something. You're just that lukewarm and watered down. An American Jezebel, Freemason, Satanic, whitewashed tombs. That's the truth. And that's what will be judged in the coming revival. The entire expression of Christianity will be changed in one expression. And we all say, Kumbaya, come Holy Spirit, on earth as it is in heaven. And then I read the Bible and it says, and I looked and there was no churches in heaven. So that's the first thing to go. When you pray on earth as it is, and let that infuriate you and expose your hypocrisy. Because it's the same thing on the mountain of transfiguration in Matthew 16. Peter, James, and John, let me build shelters for Moses, Elijah, and Christ. And they were mumbling, not even knowing what they're talking about. That's the Tower of Babel. You built the Tower of Babel. Christians built the Tower of Babel, babbling like the pagans in buildings made by human hands. You built the Tower of Babel. Now God the Father is making you tear it down by His sovereignty, which is revelation coming through the two witnesses, which is the apostolic and the prophetic that is actually sent from His throne in the New Jerusalem so that people could have real experiences in a real kingdom on earth as it is in heaven in an open Eden paradise like it was with Adam and Eve before the fall. Can you imagine Adam and Eve living in shelters and going to church in the fullness of God's glory and we're like on earth as it is in heaven? Adam's mantle is the second heaven stars that will incinerate man's building. All building by the demon seed shall cease in this generation. It will. All Canaanite building shall cease. And then you'll have peace a thousand years because nobody will be a worker of iniquity. They shall all know the Lord. And what's the Lord? The glory. They're all going to feel it burning through their flesh, their brains, their bones. God forbid I go against this good sensation of angelic ecstasy. I don't want to sin against this love. It's intoxicating. I'm not going to sin against divine goodness and divine joy and divine love. I'm too overwhelmed with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I've been baptized in my nations, in my flesh, and my animal skins are covered with God's glory. Amen. The knowledge of the glory covers the earth as the waters cover the sea, or the glory covers your flesh, and you wear 
an additional garment on your skin called the armor of light, the armor of God, the glory. What do you think the armor of light is? It's wearing the glory on your skin. They tried to chop people's heads off. John and Patmos couldn't, couldn't chop it off, bounced off the glory. He was wearing the armor of God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's been so many attempts of murder on my life. I've watched Satan try to kill me since the day I was born. Never could. I could tell you stories for years about how I should be dead. Couldn't die. Why? Because we're sovereignly wrapped in the glory as God's predestined, foreordained sons and priests in this generation to lead the whole world into a death-free zone through your bones in the four winds of heaven which is the eternal gospel preached from midair. <laughs> taking the sky, taking dominion, taking the breath, taking the atmosphere, taking the influence of thought life in all human minds. And it's a transition. Listen, you're dealing with all kinds of horrible stuff out there. This is the potent sorcery Babylon the Great. It's the most sorcery of all time from the seed of the wicked one in every nation, tribe, and tongue. It'll all be burned away by just a few people that raise the standard and become an ark of glory burning through all flesh. This is the most dominion the holy people have ever had on the planet since the days of Adam. It's true. The seed of Cain and the mark of Cain have had dominion over the earth for thousands of years, and the fallen angels are serious about keeping it. And if you're not taking the real narrow path and going through the sheep gate, they will kill you. It is serious. It is life and death. Messing around with principalities and serving any other father except God the Father will no doubt get you killed, get you sick, get you destroyed. So we repent and return to the Father and obey Him and learn from Him and sit at His feet and become His sons and daughters, the sons of God. And we learn from our Father. We learn wisdom. We learn humility. We learn obedience through what we suffer. Amen? And we grow up into the likeness of our Father by being taught of God. Amen? And it's fun. It is painful because you got all these temptations going on. you got the world doing all kinds of stupid stuff. I'm sure Noah went through that too, giving and taking a marriage. Nah, I've done it all. I'm just going to build this ark and enjoy the glory. I'm going to preach. I'm going to have more fun than all of them anyway every day a bunch of hypocrites in a bunch of counterfeits. Hypocrites in counterfeits instead of righteousness in glory. And it's a purposeful confrontation to the seed of the wicked one that's in all our hearts. Trust me, I want this word to cut me as it cuts you so I can get sharper in the sword of the Spirit. Get brighter in the word of God. Amen. And we need to. We need to be the light of the world more than ever before. There's no one else coming. It's us. Tag your it. This is the generation that deals and confronts everything wrong in all governments, all religions, and all militaries, and beats their swords into plowshares when they get into the fullness of the power of the prophetic gospel that strikes down Satan with archangel lightning and thunders over lies and doesn't tolerate any wickedness in any area of the seven mountains. Amen? Talk about 
perfectionism. Be perfect as your Father in Heaven is perfect. Gladly. First perfect me, and then once you're made perfect, you'll be quick to punish all disobedience. It is written. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory. When your obedience is complete, then God is swift to punish all disobedience around you. And what's this punishment? Light so strong, all things in darkness are brought out. The word so potent, everything whispered in secret is shouted from the rooftops that you can't have secret sin. You can't have wickedness. You can't have hypocrisy. And God's ways are not our ways. And you'll hear the accuser chirping every step of the way like Nehemiah building the wall. Hypocrite. He'll, listen, the demons call God the Father a hypocrite all day long. Because God is in the fullness of light and people live under the law and they think the law is God. The law is not God. God's the fulfillment of the law in the fullness of the glory when it's obeyed from the heart and not made into religion in the animal skin like the hypocrites wear. Obeying God outwardly but their hearts are far from me. It is written circumcise your hearts on this sword of the Lord tonight and let it completely transform you and then you'll walk in the fire of his glory then you'll walk in the presence of his power then you'll move mountains then you'll shift societies then you'll consume atmospheres then you'll disciple governments and shadow governments will become filled with new wine and the mountains will drip with sweetness and kindness and love. Amen. All it takes is a few champions to rise up and raise the standard of what's available in the new covenant and become the perfection of the four living creatures, the lion, the eagle, the ox, and the man, and the wonderful four-faced man, Jesus Christ, fully formed in you, the gospel, the good news, the healing of the nations the restoration of all things, and the redeeming of all the times that the flesh have stolen from your spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you'd like to support this work, you can donate at redletterman.com. We love you guys. I bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.
taped off there and the whole street blocked off with cop cars. They're interviewing cops everywhere, everywhere the whole neighborhood. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you guys get to see that on live camera. Yeah.